Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. I'm Mark Zito. I'm Ryan Sampson. And this is happening. Why no why no energy from you on that one? You didn't think so? Not at all. Zero. I'm pretty I'm pretty exhausted, to be completely honest. Okay. Why? I was well. I was in Syracuse all weekend. So you're not a young man anymore. You can't go out and party with the. No, I, in fact, this was the least partying I ever did during that weekend because I had responsibilities, and my responsibilities were near the end of the evening. So I didn't get a no. I I, I didn't get a proper drink until probably ten thirty or eleven at night. So what were your responsibilities? Because we have talked about this on the show. How did your improv thing go? Oh, that was actually really great. What it was, because I was really confused, and everybody on the panel um, was confused as to what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And and so what it was is they brought. So it, it's a it's a it's a it's a panel for students, right? Yeah. It was the real purpose of it is for students. And so what they did is they took some of the students who have shows now, and then they threw us like we were supposed to do a break, and they would throw us a topic. Yeah, so it's what I said. It was like radio improv, which is yeah. just doing a show. Right. Because no one scripts a radio show. Correct. Okay. Well, some people do. I've seen people do it. Well, those people are psychotic. They don't last very long either. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> so, so take me through your banquet weekend. It's now This is WJPZ up in Syracuse, Syracuse University uh, College Radio Station. It was the 50th anniversary. Ryan went up there. Because I, I guess, you know, you know, we, we've already been through this. I think everyone that goes is a giant nerd. Um, it's over. You're not in college anymore. But what, so any, anything of note take place? Did this, you meet the young this, minds? Dude, this was there was more student involvement this year. Than I think that in in like than I can ever remember. Oh, that's like, good. Maybe, if they're all excited about the radio club, that means that my typewriter club could maybe be next. I'm so glad that they're into radio. Yeah, but you 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 really pretend like like um Also, I got to be honest, I'm not happy about that. I don't need any more competition. Why would I want more competition for my own life? See, you can't think about it this way. Like the way that I've always done it is like you want you want to bring those people and then you want to place them in awesome fucking jobs. That's how you that's how you're like your your generational reputation gets built. Think about the people you know and and why like the people you know in very senior positions mm. and how people around them feel about them. And you know the person the people, the type of person that I'm talking about who their whole career has found young people, put them in the right position, and now those young people have excelled and okay. and and they prop up the person that helped. That's them. fine, but I don't need a coaching tree. That's not what I want. <laughs> I don't need somebody to be like, wow, he came up under Mark Zito. What a guy. I don't give a shit. I mean, I'm only I'm 35. These motherfuckers I'm... in college are still my competition. I want you to know that every student that watched you spoke speak this weekend would cut you for your job. Oh, yeah. I know that. Okay. So you, don't, you think that I don't know that? They're coming for you, dude. And you're trying to tell them how. You're trying to give them the tools <laughs> to beat you. Why would you do that? <laughs> to keep myself sharp. By improving topics in front of them now, so so there's kids involved in radio club. That's fun. No, but no, no, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because you're making fun of it. And listen, I, 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 I no, said no, it no. To just a so we're clear, I'm not making fun of it. That implies that like I might like it on some level, but I'm just joshing. I actively do not like it. I just want I, that to be clear. I I actively love it, and you know that I'm a very I'm a very I'm a, I'm a growing and active participant. Mm-hmm. Like every year, I'm like, I want to get more involved. I want to do more. Okay. Um, but you make it sound like, listen, I made the joke. I talked to a couple of people when I was talking to the students. It's like, listen, I always thought that I was doing vaudeville. Right? Like there's a real part of me that like. What a I'm relatable doing... thing to tell a bunch of 20-somethings. <laughs> no, you know but vaudeville. Like, right. But but it's, 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 it's a dead, you know, it's a dead medium. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and, yeah. and and like there's part of me that like like people in media for for my entire career since I was in that since I was at that banquet as a student right like for my entire career it has been radio is on its way out radio is dying radio is the next vaudeville and 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 there's part of me that's like holy maybe not like like there there really is interest in it like I've never seen before and it's because of of uh other media happening and the way that it flows together in a way and and also you pretend like um uh and and we're not going to start talking about AI but you pretend like there's there's not going to be like broadcasting jobs or there's not going to be media jobs mm-hmm. there's not going to be like jobs where you perform and and it's a great where else where the fuck else like seriously if you want to be any type of performer mm-hmm. is there a place where you like on a weekly basis they will give you a transmitter and fucking a speaker and say fucking go for it you can't like even if you want to say you know act there's nowhere where you can get up on stage and fucking do a monologue and anyone will watch you do it that, that's what stand-up comedy is yeah but okay, so that's another way. Like, think about it. Like, think about it. Like, would you rather do an open mic of of like bored six bored people who are only there to see I'd their rather friend do a that's podcast coming on for after six you? People, that's what yeah. we do. Yeah, but but well, but, but but it's still it's like a it's it's a place where you can you can get out and and perform and you can get those jitters out of you. You can practice. It's it's awesome and there's a ton of interest in it. And and um, I was shocked. That's great. That's great. I you know. and the youth. Now, do they start to... Serious question. Do, every year, are you like, Jesus Christ, they see me even younger? Or do they always seem the same age? That's a real question. They always seem the same age. Huh. Like, dude, come on. You you act like you... You, you see, here's the thing. Hmm. And maybe it's just because you haven't gone back, right? Mm-hmm. Is that you were one of those kids. You're bitter about it because... You know, you you were you. It didn't work out like you wanted it to. I have no issues with the kids. I think the adults that continue to go back are weird. Why? It's like visiting the frat house. You're no longer in. Except for you can't get a job fratting. Yeah, but th- this whole it's it's, it's a prof- dude. It's a it's a, it's a professional like there are there are professional associations for all types of industries and professions, mm-hmm. and this is just one of them. And this is this is a like I I am like dude. When you look at who comes back, we have a lot of people in in are in, in the radio industry and adjacent industries that do really well and have you know have really great positions. I just, I, uh, I just, well, you know, I mean, I have a, a vendetta against that organization to begin with. And this is, know. that's all this is, is, is like you won't admit that there might be something good about it and it can be useful to a lot of people because you have a personal vendetta and you've decided to just run this one fucking home. Oh, yeah, totally. A million percent. No argument for me on that one. And how many times, like, 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 think about it. Like, this might have to be the one because, and I can't think of one right off the top of my head. Mm. But there are definitely times when I've had personal, like, no, fuck you, mm-hmm. and you've told me, no, 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 man, you, you can't do that. Well, no, 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 because, because here's the thing. Look, I'm sure this little radio hand job convention works for a lot of people. I think that's great. All right, but I'm saying what I remember about this organization, and I say this with the most disrespect, is you'd have a guy that's like fucking yeah, I do afternoons in Norfolk, and 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 you'd be like, and I'm supposed to be fucking impressed by this, and it's like, oh, you know, why don't you keep cutting your teeth in the radio industry? Pretty much everyone involved in that organization was an asshole to me when I was in college. Was an asshole. So I don't look at it fondly. I look at it as I was able to make it to where I've made it to on my own, largely. Now, did people help me? Sure. But I, the, 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 um, the connections I made were not through that organization. If these kids... That's, that's untrue. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. What connections did I make through that organization? Hi! No, no, no. Yes. I would have met you regardless. I Maybe... But not in the same way. I mean, like, like, yeah, you're right. You may have met me regardless. But the fact is, you met me because of that college radio station. 
Well, that's why you were in Syracuse. Yes, it's why I was in Syracuse. It's when I first met you. It's 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 when and 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 when I started hanging out with you was in right? New York. No, it was a year like the first time I remember hanging. I maybe it was the same year, but it had to have been the following year. I don't think I met you one day and ended up in your dorm room the next day. Yeah, no, it was. You so 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 I certainly like because I remember being in your dorm room when you were a student. Yeah. So 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 yes, it like it, dude, it was one hundred percent. I know you, and you have you have now done your longest radio show because of a connection you made at Z eighty nine. I I disagree that it was be- like like it's adjacent, sure, but I know you because I knew Rich Davis and I interned at Sirius XM. You. You you were you were standing in the lobby of the Sheraton to meet Rich and Rich By and I way, walked in that, together. That I just cannot for the banquet for the, for the millionth time. Were, that were, is not why I was in the lobby. I happened to recognize Rich. I was checking. Uh, we had a concert at this at this. So because this story has been told, fucking I've heard Rich tell it a million times on Cavino and Rich. I've heard everyone tell it. The idea that I was camping in the lobby to meet Rich Davis is. <laughs> incorrect okay there was a fucking concert that i was promoting that was also taking place that weekend and i happened to be checking somebody in the one of the artists that was playing and rich walked by and i was like well let's kill two birds with one stone here i think i'm going to intern for this guy this summer he just doesn't know it yet so two of your best radio buddies mm-hmm. you 100 percent no, because of Z89, you were a participating student, even though you didn't attend that banquet. You you were a participating student at the time. And Meaning you met I was going, I was in school. You were doing your show. No, you, you it doing, wasn't no, on Z89. It wasn't on Z89. It was fucking, so I was, your, I was fired your Z89 from Z89. Show, so you, would, you were done already. I was way done. Okay. I had but gotten still. fired years prior. And I it can't be years. It could have only been a year. If we're doing the math on this right, it could have only been a year. I got fired my junior Maybe. year. I got fired the first week of my junior year. All right. Well, that's the year we had to have met you because you weren't there five years again. Did I meet you one night and end up in your dorm room the next oh day? Oh, my God. I guess what I'm saying is this doesn't change the fact the organization was not particularly great to me. I'm glad I met you. Hooray. But... Dude, the organization wasn't particularly great to all of us. And when you, like when I said I was exhausted, it wasn't because of the partying. It's because there was like a lot of us had not ideal experiences there. And and even though we all had like we all still fucking love it. But like some of those that doesn't um, sound Stockholm syndrome to you. Some of those that dude, that's this whole industry. You know that. That's everybody that works in in media or radio. There's some form of like this is shit, but we can't. Remember, it's the one scene in the in the in the offer when when Miles Teller is sitting in PJ Clark and 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 the publicist is like, listen, we get it. We can all go sell insurance and make more money. We can all go have a family with a with a driveway and a car, but we do this because we fucking love it. Everyone listening to this, I want you to know that this college radio station is not your normal college radio station. There is a level of passion and uh, self-importance in this college radio station <laughs> that is way different. Do you disagree with that? No, but it, it, no, I, I will say it this way. In that all college radio stations basically are block format, right? Mm-hmm. That everyone goes in and they play the shit that they brought from home and they goof off with their friends and it's like a fun time. Whereas this col- there are three college radio stations at Syracuse. One is, one is that that I just described. And, and a lot of good people have come out of there. A lot of a lot of people in the uh, record industry have come out of there. There is another one that a lot of newscasters come out of. Right? It's an NPR station that plays jazz that is professionally uh, professionally managed and student staffed. Mm-hmm. And then there is Z eighty nine, which is student staffed, student run student everything, and it is a top 40 station. It has a format. Its goal is to compete with the other top 40 stations in the market, and no other college radio station in the country attempts to compete with the market. Yeah, I think BRU was the only one that used to, and I don't think that exists anymore. Right. 
or, or like there's there's other ones out there, but like it's it's that's that's where what you're talking about the self importance and things like that is it's a student run student operated from top to bottom. There's like a faculty advisor um, who like you know is is there to help and there is a liaison with the university, but but like it's all student run. Yeah, and they and they like legitimately can make a difference in the market. That is true. So that's and 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 the people that come out of it end up in in tv and in radio and in and you know in media places and and so yeah and we all like have a we loved it and and we have this party every year and this year there was over 200 people that came this year so what what any scandalous things happen at this party nothing no scandalous things ever happen it's like that's boring i know it's not boring it's fun you like want something bad to happen i don't want something bad to happen i just want like a hand job in a coat closet or something like not that's not that wouldn't be bad what's bad about that i listen maybe maybe i don't i was i want people make it i want i want some guy to be like i you know what i want i wasn't in the coat closet i want the program director from cincinnati Ohio to travel back to Syracuse forget he has a wife and hook up with a student that's the type of fucking stories I want coming out of this well I want you to come back uh, if if you are honored I will come back if, if, if you or Rich Davis is ever put into the Z89 Hall of Fame I will go back in fact I've already told Rich that if he goes into the Hall of Fame I want to induct him <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> I mean, because th- th- think about it. Here's here's the thing about this organization, yeah. right? Would you would you would you would you be responsible or not? Yes. Okay. But like, like, what do you think I'm gonna do? I can do I... things the right. Like, like, I'm I'm, I'm still in. A, like, that's the other thing. Like, I'm an adult. I'm not gonna get up there and, and start airing grievances from college. That would just right. make you me would, as fucking would... lame as everyone else that's still holding on to the past. No I, I'll air them here. Dude, no one's holding on to the past. That's the thing is you think it's holding on to the past. Like we're not like it, it's not Ryan. Not what it's about. Ryan. Look, I know that you're helping the students of today. I get that. I understand that we're paying it forward or whatever we want to call it. But the fact that you can sign up and do an air shift uh, as an alumni on the college radio station quite by definition is holding on to the past. All right. Okay, so like, I mean, but it's okay. You're allowed to. I mean, like, I don't think that there's. If this is where I hold on to the past, everyone holds on to it in some way, right? This actually brings up an interesting point because you, by any metric, have had a decorated radio career. You have one of the more high-profile jobs, I would say, to ever come out of that station. Why the fuck are you not in the Hall of Fame? (laughs) I do. I I don't answer that question. The people. Because let me tell you why I think. Okay, I'll tell you. Hold on. I don't. Uh, do I think I they want you know? to do more volunteer shit before they let you in deeper into their club. That has been um, that has been the track. I think of a lot of people who who are are currently in in the Hall of Fame, but um, there's there's a process happening right now where they're evaluating the and, and dude, like, listen, you you say that about me, right? But like, Iron Eagle isn't in the Hall of Fame. Wh- why it should be? Why the fuck would he even come back and get that award? Would he even give a shit? Has he I don't give a shit. It, to he might. I, he might. You never know. We can ask him. He might. And even if he doesn't, I'm sure we can find a way to get a video sent to us. I know there were people at the party this weekend that are still friends with him from when he was a student. And he was a Z89. He did work on Z89. But this, this brings up a good question. Iron Eagle. The, the, one of the most successful broadcasters he, of the past should, 20 years. Right, but he should, right, he should be there, and that's the thing, is, is he should The fucked up thing be, is, I hear that we did put Ian Eagle in, and that's probably, <laughs> it was just a, uh... I'd much rather, like, uh, like I'm not worried about me. I Let's let's get Ian Eagle in. Let's get let's get some of, Who else know, is not in? I, dude, I don't have the list in front of me right now, but, like, the, like Adam Shine. Adam Shine was in my fuck? class. Like, Adam was in my class. He should be there. And listen, I don't want to listen. I'm on the board. I shouldn't speak about this. I shouldn't say it. And and there is a process happening. A, I know that you're taking this there's very a process seriously, happening. But it's not the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I feel like we can openly talk about it. I'm I'm new to this. There is a process like um there the process is under review, okay? And so I I I'm not I shouldn't I I it's been it you're not the first person to say this. It was addressed over the weekend. 
yeah, we let in too many people. Like, would you would it be fair to say that there's a lot of unknown people in the Hall of Fame that I'm sure had a lot to do with this station, but they're largely in the Hall of Fame because they still care so much about the college radio station. I, I think also, like, something that was addressed is that the Hall of Fame has traditionally looked like the management of radio. White. Yes. Mm. Noted. Male. Well, that's not good for you getting in. going to have to make a better <laughs> case for yourself. You're both white and male. Yeah. I, I just, like, I, look, I Like, again, I'm not worried about me. In all sincerity, I understand the value that it has for certain people. It did not have that for me. I do think that the organization takes itself a little too fucking seriously. <laughs> like, a little you bit. Dude, you haven't, I think, I listen, I think if you came back, you would enjoy it. You would have a good time. There's going to be people you remember you're gonna like two two and three people depending if we get rich from the west coast right go every year that you peep that you enjoy and would hang out with normally oh i understand that there's a you know what this is this is like when i find out like i have a lot of friends that go up there this is like finding out that one of my best friends has a tiny collection of nazi memorabilia in the sense that it's like, wow, I really like that guy. Oh, yeah, the Nazi thing is not great. I don't know if it's enough for me to never hang out with him, but, like, that's how I feel when I find out. When, like, I just think, look, do you think that there was a, a youth that you imparted wisdom on? Like, like, like in all sincerity, like, like did anyone get a job? Like, what, did, did you get anyone's phone number? Not, not, oh, yeah, like, oh, to absolutely. Ne- yeah, no, absolutely. I know you mean that in the professional sense. I do. Absolutely, yes. Now, and dude, and, and listen, that's the thing is like, who is in the Hall of Fame, right? And it is, 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 is Dion Summers, who, who is, is on Sirius XM. He is in charge of, of like all our, our, our hip hop program. Dion's the man. Dion is awesome. And Dion, I met Dion when I was a student. He, he came back, he came back like, you know, cause he came back when he was doing, uh, he was in Baltimore, I think. And and I met him when he was a professional. Uh, I was a student, and now I work with him. I've known Dion forever. Like you, 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 you meet people as students there that you actually work with later. That's great, but with all due respect to Dion, Dion Father didn't, like, Dave got inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Dion didn't get you your job. You just it's just like a guy you met then, and then years later, like oh, I remember meeting that guy. I I I want to know like what okay so what's like the young radio talent did you listen to demo tapes did you do any of that yeah okay is anyone good was there anyone like we gotta get you the 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 the, the there is a uh, I'm I'm not gonna like start calling out students like that in a okay. way because that's a little unfair to the ones I don't call out um I don't want to do that. Yes, this industry is has often the entertainment industry above all has often been based on fairness and not favoritism at all. So yes, continue. Thank you. But there's there's um uh I I can think of uh five or five and six right off the top of my head that like I there was a couple that actually I wanted that that I had sought out. Now that, did you that get I had thought? sought out because I've been watching their shows. Like I, they, they post shit on social media and I see what they post on their TikTok and what they post on their Instagram. And there's a, there's a few of them that are doing shows that like I sought out to meet them this weekend and tell them that I was highly entertained by what they were doing. I think that really what you should do is sabotage them to make sure they don't take your job ever. <laughs> anyway, so you had a good time at the banquet. I had a great time. What did you have to do besides your improv thing? What did you do at the actual banquet? I was, uh, so uh, I hosted the keynote fireside chat. Now, did they put up like a screen behind you of a fire, of a, of a. That would have been awesome, but no, they didn't. They didn't. So you just had a chat. Yeah. A couple years ago, like. Can uh, we do a, let's pretend we're doing the fireside chat and I am the guest of honor and you're the host of the fireside chat. Why would we do this? I don't know. I want to see how I would do talking to the youth, and I want to see what type of stuff okay. you would ask me. All right. Ready? Yeah. Broadcasters, tonight uh, for our fireside chat, we have a uh, 
12-year veteran. 12, how many years have you worked at SiriusXM? Okay, well, I see. If you were a good MC, you should have asked me this beforehand. But uh, to, yeah, I've been this is my 13th year. A 13-year veteran of mm-hmm. SiriusXM, at which time uh, he's befriended John Mayer and hosted a highly successful podcast mm-hmm. called This Is Happening yeah. with Mark Zito and Ryan Sampson. Please welcome Syracuse University class of... 2010. 2010 alumni, Mark Zito. Okay, hi. All right, so now we're sitting here at the fireside chat. Yes. And I Mark, imagine you asked me some questions. Yeah. Mark, how how uh, did working at Z89 help you get uh, on Sirius XM, on Faction Talk with This Is Happening? Well, Ryan, first of all, I'd like to say hello. You're wearing just a ridiculous suit this evening. I, I, my suit looked awesome. <laughs> By the way, Ryan wore a red suit or an orange no, I suit didn't. and white. That. No, 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 no. What did you wear? My suit was my suit. My, well, I wore they were pink pants. They were maybe. Oh, okay, sorry. I had the. I had the. the it was pink <laughs> pants in a white suit. There you go. Pink pants in a white jacket and like a, a yellow flowery tie. I look fucking good. Okay. Yes, of course. Uh, anyway, what I would tell the students, I'd be like, look, it doesn't really matter where you volunteer here. You just need to meet the one right person, which is what I did. But I hope you're all enjoying your radio banquet. Um, like, so I, I would, I would tell, like, I have to say, how did Z eighty nine matter to me? That's what they talk about. Fucking boring. No, that's not the. No, the question I asked was, was how did, how did working at Z eighty nine get you to this is happening? It didn't. Is the answer. It really, um, it showed me a bunch of things that I did not want to deal with and therefore allowed me to excel elsewhere without the restrictions placed upon me. And this is true. I publicly called them a communist regime and then I got fired. No, you did. And then I got fired. You did. Anyway, Ryan, next question. Mark, it was nice to have you. Did you have a good time? I had a great time. And let me say, uh, to every insurance salesman and real estate agent out there right now, I really enjoyed your shift on the student station today. You still got it. Don't give up on your dreams. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a rough day for me, Ryan. Having a rough day. Do you know know that our company is actively laying people off right now? And that's that. That might be uh, some of your some of your some of your saltiness. Maybe. I mean, no. I'm still employed. You're still employed. We're good for now. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, weird. I've never. Right? I feel like all my other media company friends have oh have been through layoffs. I, having worked at SiriusXM, which had had a, a you know a very good track record, I've never been through this. This is round two. This is round two for you. Yeah. I have never, I've never. So, oh, by the way, before we get too far away from it, mm. I know that it, it's it's a student station, right? But you can stream Z eighty nine online. It's on apps out there. So uh, you know, it's the you know what you can see. You can see what the students are doing. When they asked you what shows you host, did you ever mention this one, or did you only mention the morning mashup? I was never asked what shows I host. Well, it seems like that would have been a good idea for those students to you know do a little research. But it's fine. It's fine. Uh, no, but the, the layoff things, it's strange because you read about them in the news. It's like you see how company leaks happen. Like we all got an email that was like, hey, today's going to be not great. And uh, within moments, it was already on like variety and in the news that Sirius XM is laying people off. It's such an interesting thing because, you know, considering people aren't in the office anymore regularly, it seems like it's so hard to do because you can't just count on like, all right, Ryan's going to be at his desk. I guess I'll go get him. You know, you know, like you have to. It's this thing where they're like, all right, so you'll get a meeting on your calendar if you're going to be let go. And so then people just get these like <laughs> meeting invites and you're like, oh, man. That's yeah. Not- and then you're like, well, if, if it's like, honestly, why would you go to the meeting? I'll just be. Yeah, it's like getting served. You just be like, I can't. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I had, you know, I, I just don't understand why any company and, and I, maybe somebody has, you know, should do them voluntarily. People don't, don't you hear about that from like, you know, legacy newspapers? Yeah. 
Would you, are you saying that you would choose, you would voluntarily just end your job? I think that uh, there might be certain things that they want. And, uh, you know, maybe this would have been the time. But I have no fucking idea what you're talking about, right? People want to, I think they want people to come back to the office. Oh, yeah. That's going to change everything. We just need to put our heads together and, 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 uh, collaborate more that's gonna do it <laughs> no, i i i think i i just it's it's um it's also weird because you know i have a considering this is the only company i've ever worked at i have a very i would say friendship wise i have a very incestuous relationship with my place of work does that make sense yes yes as far as and, and if, if that doesn't track for anyone what i'm saying is i happen to you know i haven't jumped around in jobs so a lot of my friends are my coworkers? Yeah, and so, and my wife also works at the company. I think she's okay. I don't know. Let me tell you, super fun timing for the Zito family. If you recall <laughs> that, uh, we also are buying a house right now. But yeah, the 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 what what's strange is I realize that everyone is acting like people are dying. And obviously, well, because it's it's dude, it's it's uh, you know, they in fact, they say that if you, you know, when when the unemployment rate goes up, people die. What, like suicides can be health problems, you <laughs> because know, that was a pretty loss. dark place to take it immediately. But uh, well, no, but like like, you know, loss of income and loss of health care and things like that can have long term effects. Yeah, no, but I'm more I'm more pointing this out that I think it's like a, a sad commentary on American work culture that there's there's people that I know tie up their worth in their jobs. I'm certainly one of them. Yeah, that's so fair. I, so I, I think it's more everyone's like, you know, my wife is like, oh, my God, my stomach's uh, I, I don't know what's happening. I was like, well, I, as far as I know, no one that's being fired is also being executed. So I would imagine that, you know, ultimately everyone makes it through the day with their health. And sure, things need to be reevaluated on a personal level for certain people. But I do think it's it's a bad commentary on the country as a whole that I think we take it to that place where some it's like, oh, no, they lost their job. Are they going to be OK? It's like, well, shit, I would hope so. You know what I mean? Like, like am I making sense? Yeah, you're making sense, but you never know. Just like you said, great timing for the Zito family. You never know what's going on. And like, you know, did they just get done taking care of grandma who had, you know. a? a oh, I'm not saying it's a positive development for anyone. No, but like, like, are they going to be okay? Like, you don't know how close someone is on their mortgage. I mean, I, I certainly hope everyone is. Right, but you don't know uh, that it's they very are. very true. No, but I. I it's, you it's, don't want somebody to, 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 you know, if they're just barely getting by and suddenly they have to give up their home or they, you know, fall into foreclosure or something. It's like also that. weird when you realize that there's a lot of people you talk to every day and you might be work friends. You might not, mm -hmm. you know, but you talk to them every day. They're a mm -hmm. part of your life. Mm -hmm. And it's also a sad realization when you when you really break down what that relationship was and you realize, I guess I'll just never talk to that person again. Yeah. I will never probably see that person. Every once in a while, like, I've run into people that I thought I would never see again. But, I, uh, yeah. So, I just... Actually, I, one what? lives around the corner from me, and I see her quite often now. <laughs> just thought you were never going to have to deal with her again. No, it wasn't a deal with it. It's just, like, somebody that, like, has, had been gone for so long, and all of a sudden, I'm like, hey, how are you? And then uh, two weeks later, hey, how are you? Oh, so you used up all the conversation on the first one, right? <laughs> Pretty much. And then you were just like, listen, our relationship was not built for this. I love you. Do you? Yeah. I like you. If I loved you, I probably would have reached out other times than just running into you on the street. I love everybody. Do you? I do. Okay, not everybody. So it's just, it's odd. I've never had to deal with anything like this. It's sad. But it's it, happening it all over sad. the place. Have you ever seen Margin Call? No. It's a great movie, and I feel like I'm the only one who's seen it. It's like, you know those movies you can watch over and over again? I can't watch it over and over again, but I can watch it more than once. Like, if it was on TV, I'd watch it. If I'm, like, sit, scrolling through and I can't find a movie, that's one like, okay, I'll watch Margin Call. Okay. Um, but there's the beginning of the movie is, is a, uh, a riff 
Okay, like a guitar riff? A reduction in force. Oh, okay. And then what happens? Well, they, there's like, you know, secu- very much like, because it's, it's, it's in New York, right? It's in New York City. So very much in the skyscraper, you know, like we work in. The, the All the security guards are, you know, dressed in really nice suits every day. Yeah. You know? And so uh, the... Uh, um, this you know but uniform suits but the the so the security guards like the beginning of the movie the security guards like start walking down the aisles of the cubicles with boxes Oy. and walking into the conference room and like you walk into the conference room and sit down and they fire you and as soon as you walk out the security guys hand you a box and walks you to your desk jesus christ see at least you don't have to deal with that anymore in this remote work world yeah but it is it is strange because you know when you get let go as far as I know, they just immediately shut your email off and your access to anything. So you right. can't even... But if they, it's, it's, if, they, if they don't coordinate that properly, you won't be able to join the Zoom meeting. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. But the, the to that point, like Sarah's grandma used to live in an assisted living home. And okay. she would explain to us that you would know somebody died because you would come downstairs and there would be a little picture of, of them next to a candle on the piano. Yeah. And to it's this like point... I don't like. I, I don't know who still works here. I don't know who doesn't. I don't know if there's going to be like a Hunger Games type thing where they shoot their pictures into the sky tonight. Like I don't. How in this remote work world? I have no idea. Yep, pretty much the way it goes. So that's weird. And and that was always the thing. Is like I've been through it at SiriusXM once. I've been through it um, at other companies, but but on a much smaller level. Like this is the only huge corporate headquarter i've ever worked at Mm -hmm. right but i've been in a more regional office um where this happened and it wasn't fun Uh, it's not good no but i feel i hope my picture's not next i hope my picture's not on the piano by the time we're done with the show i guess is what i'm saying (laughs) you hope pancho's not not uh nailing your picture to the back of the wall yeah have you ever gotten watch fired the, the, and like and watch, like yelled watch, some shit at people? Watch the right stuff. Um, no. Hmm. All right. Well, situation you sent me in the uh, in the news that would make me want to yell at somebody. I definitely think is a uh, a man got his penis cut off. <laughs> Ryan, would you like to take us through that story? Uh, this is the Metro. Dot co. Dot uk. Man's okay. penis amputated by mistake after he's wrongly diagnosed with a tumor. An Italian surgeon. Uh, is under investigation by the country's top health officials for mistakenly amputating a patient's penis after incorrectly diagnosing him with a tumor. The 30-year-old urologist performed the operation to remove the tumor on a month, a, a month after diagnosing the man. Believed to be in his 60s with cancer. Don't you do a biopsy? I'm not a doctor, but, like, isn't that the normal, um, like, procedure? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I've never never biopsied my own penis, but I do imagine that would be the move, yes? Reports suggest that the penis removal operation went down without a hitch, except for the penis was removed, until after later analysis revealed there was no reason for it to have occurred in the first place. The devastated patient is now seeking compensation from the bungling medic over-mutilation, which took place at the San Donato Hospital in Azuro, Tuscany. Don't go to that hospital. Yeah, so how much is there a price where you'd be like, all right, fine, that I'll I'll uh I'll get my penis cut off. Is there a no? Four hundred million dollars. What's the use in having four hundred million dollars if you don't have a sexual organ? So you're saying that sex is the number one reason you're on the earth? Yes. Okay. I mean, no, no, seriously, like, 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 I, I don't mean, I'm not being crass about that. No, don't do all. the whole thing where it's like, our job as humans is to procreate. I don't want to. That's exactly it. Like, seriously, well, you're fucking doing a terrible one, job of that. So, one other, I know, one other thing that we're here to do. Like, like, in all fucking seriousness, like, we're here and we have, what else are we actually supposed to fucking do? I don't know. 
I mean, but it seems like you could build a nice house. You could leave money for generations of the Samson kids you would yeah, have had pre, yeah, pre, those, prior those, to the penis are, removal. I mean, I guess, like, you're saying that I should sacrifice for future generations of reproduction? Yeah, I mean, I guess if I found out that somebody in, like, if, if you came to me today and was like, hey, Mark, did you know you could have $400 million if your great, great, great grand guy, grandfather or whatever, had cut his dick off? I'd be like, why didn't that motherfucker slice off his salami? You know what I'm saying? Like, like what? I know you never finished Game of Thrones, but I remember Varric was incredibly cool about it. Or like when somebody asked him about it, like his response was was remarkably mature. For a man without a penis? Yeah. Okay, what was it? I can't remember, but I just remember when I okay. watched it. But I'm the like, way it man, you, 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 you handle that really well. <laughs> Fictional character without a penis? You live you... the way I would. No, no, no. I'm not saying I would ever want to live that way, but I'm like, you, you just, I'm, I'm, I would be a little more mad than you. If you were this doctor, though, wouldn't you have just tried to never? If you were this patient, wouldn't you get a sec, like, listen, can we do another biopsy? Are we sure, like, it wasn't a false positive on the cancer there? Uh, Oh, my God. This says that, all right, the devastated, this took, so this surgery took place years ago, uh, 2018. A similar case was reported in France in December last year. Um, the man was in his 30s, and the surgery left him with just his testicles and no feeling where his member once was. What would you do? That would be weird to just have two swinging balls, like no shaft. Right? Yeah. Like, because uh, is the idea there I, that you I could listen. still somehow get the sperm out? And I guess have a kid because otherwise I'd be like, the fuck am I going to do with these? Yeah, you could do some sort of like, I guess, uh, you know, artificial insemination or something. But like, I'm more worried <laughs> about the urination process. Like, I'm more like a like I'm seriously like the kid, the kid who would be like, how do you pee? Yeah. 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 I have a hatred towards this doctor who did not listen to me. The unidentified victim told the, this is the French guy. He played Russian roulette with me. Well, it's like, actually, it seems like he played french cut off the dick with you but he told the news site i'm really devastated and it's really shameful this is true this is true the patient said after surgery inside i knew it it was either death or that and indeed he had removed everything he had just left the testicles and had cut at the base oh you can't replace the feeling of a penis with several sensors that is true the frenchman's lawyer was initially hoping to win his client one million euros, which also doesn't sound like enough, right? Not enough. No, you 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 had offered four hundred million. Yeah, but local reports suggest he was eventually awarded sixty-two thousand euros. How much is that? Euro fifty-five thousand to... pounds. Yeah, I see that, but that's that's not. <laughs> it, it's probably like sixty-two thousand. It's, pro- it's sixty-six grand to have your dick cut off. I wouldn't even get punched in the fucking head for $66,000. Oh, my fucking God. $66,000. If somebody, like, it was like, hey, uh, I'm, that's like pretty much being like, hey, um, I'm going to cut your cock off, but I'll give you this Hyundai Palisades. Like, like what? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, listen, this is you hear about the medical mistakes and they get the, you know, the left arm instead of the right arm or just but that is I, if you're going in for if listen, if I ever go in for penis surgery, I'm taking a, 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 a buddy with me. Yeah, it's be like, yo, he's got to sit there and look at my dick. <laughs> It'll just be like, Sir, yes, that's I don't I know when I say buddy, I don't I, I don't no, mean I'll do you. it. it no, 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 my, I'll do it. I'll do it. Ryan. I'll do it. Yeah. Like just somebody I I need if if I am ever having that region operated on I will more than you know likely or with I guess if amputated not operated on but amputated or anywhere mm-hmm. near mm-hmm. I had a penis have an observer one time. to uh, like uh, an observer who will be awake and will will know the procedure ahead of time so they could observe the surgeon and just in case a penile like, advocate no 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 not that not that don't cut that not he nope. needs that. Yep. I had a penis Otherwise, procedure they don't say one a word. time. You what? I had a penis procedure. I was a little oh, the, afraid. You got when the um the Prince Albert? No. So You have that though. I do not. When uh when I was circumcised, they left like a little I it was only like I guess like eighty percent done, let's say. For some reason. There was what this thing called like a skin bridge. 
Does this make enough sense? Have I explained it enough? Have I explained this enough? Do you do you get no, it? I, I think I get. The, I think I understand this. The skin bridge. So I was like, "What the fuck?" So here's what's actually funny about this. Over I brought this up Bering like sea. at like a family holiday, and a bunch of the Zito guys had all been born in the same hospital around the same time. And some other members of my family are like, oh, yeah, I have that. So whatever guy was doing the circumcisions or girl in Rhode Island in 1987 was, like, not doing 100% circumcision. I'm over here bitching about no windows on plane seats, and you're the one with the class action suit. Mm, Yes. So anyway, I was like, I'm going to get this fixed, which basically is they, like, put you under and then just snip the rest of it. And let me say. Snip the skin bridge. I had such a great doctor. And he was also very gay. And it was particularly nice because when I came out of surgery, I was like, how does it look? And he was like, it looks great. And I knew that this man knew penises. You know what I'm saying? Like, both professionally and personally. And I felt very good about that. Was it painful or prohibitive or just unsightly? Um, Every so often, it could get a little, like, a little too much friction in the area and it would hurt where I started to get concerned is it looked like there was starting to be like a tiny tear in the middle of it. And I was like, is this going to give way at some point? This seems so it could turn into stoop to it would be like Alaska and Russia. Mm, Yeah. 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 Luckily it didn't come to that. You learn something new about your pal every day. Don't you? I really do. Yeah. I didn't. The cosmetic surgeries you have had are very impressive. I, I did not have a. I did not have a, a penile advocate though. There was, you know, anytime you go under, you are you, you. You do hear those stories where they're like they fucking operated on the wrong knee, which seems trivial compared to they cut this man's dick off. Actually, Mark, maybe that is perhaps the the profession and consultancy and uh, bit. Actually, fuck. We should talk about that business. Penile advocates? No, surgical observer. Is that you can you can hire your own? Uh, uh, um, didn't, didn't didn't we basically used to have a girl on the show that did that? Really? Yeah. She became a comedian. Didn't she basically do this? I don't I don't know who, what you're talking about. How many people have we had oh, on the show oh, that became oh, comedians? Oh, oh, I thought okay. Um, but wait, she would observe surgeries on behalf of the patient? No, I think she would just observe them on behalf of the medical device company she worked for. But yeah. Oh, yeah, of. yeah, yeah. But that was that was more of a quality check on a product. But I'm saying that we like if you're going in for surgery and you're paranoid that they're going to, you know, take your left arm instead of your right arm or they're going to, you know, operate on the wrong place. Yeah. You can hire an independent observer. Oh, I like this. To go in and just like even if you know remember back in the day what was the what was the the uh, you know the early surgeon TV show uh, ER no like like the in the <laughs> early in the late eighteen hundreds what there was like somebody famous in it Doctor Quinn Medicine Woman no not James Dr. Seymour Quinn. the Nick oh okay you the didn't give Nick, me a lot right? to like, go on. I'm sorry. That's the best I could come up with. Um, where like Clive Owen was in it. Hmm. Where like you, um, where like they had the auditorium. And I know that there are, there are still like operating rooms that have an observation room. Yeah. So you can you can have like we should start a business where you could hire a trained like either you know trained medical professional to yeah. observe the surgery on your behalf. So if if the doctor starts going for the wrong arm, he could Dustin Hoffman the window and be like, no! <laughs> can I tell you another job I've also been thinking about starting, another business? What? So it's because I, you know, I'm buying a house. So you have a real estate agent, right? Yeah. But I think it would also be good to have a real estate agent who would be like, this house is shitty. Like you walk in <laughs> and they just, they keep it real, right? Like if you say, hey... I'm thinking about buying this house. I'd be like, that carpet's fucking hideous. It's been pissed on. Not this house. What is this layout? <laughs> so you have the you have the real estate agent that needs to be professional, but then you also hire your real estate agent that says, real you don't want to live. Look, look at this yeah. neighborhood. You don't want to live in this shithole. Yeah. You're better than oh. this. Oh, like I definitely saw, uh, you know, a car in the yard, three houses down. Exactly. Exactly. You're That's what we need. 
Yeah. That's what, so okay. So we got a lot of businesses coming out of today's show. Are we planning to get laid off? It sounds like we have future career. See, plans. I that, that I I wasn't even thinking about it that way. And then you've got to bring that into the world. I'm just saying. Sometimes what you need is a swift kick in the ass to get your big surgery specialist viewing. <laughs> I would call it. I would call it surgical voyeur. That's what I would. Yes, it happens. It happens a lot. And then and then it, the. The logo would be a, a, a caricature of you smiling creepily, creepily, and it would say, let me watch. And How long be... before we, like, uh, Schwarzenegger and Richard Dawson running man surgery were, like, to pay for your surgery because no one has proper health care mm-hmm. that you can actually, like, live? You, like, it'll be, like, OnlyFans for surgery? Ugh. Think about all the. Why would you want to watch a bunch dude, of fucking surgeries? Why, does, why, are this, why are the pimple popping videos... On on TikTok, why are the pimple popping videos on TikTok so popular? I mean, imagine I get there, if there might could, be a lot of surgeries out there that you can watch. I've never decided to watch them. But imagine if to pay for your surgery, you could OnlyFans it. So, like, instead of putting up, instead of I mean, you kind of can now. You just don't get to view the surgery, but you can throw your titties up there to pay for a surgery. No, 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 no. But instead of doing the GoFundMe. Right. Instead of doing a GoFundMe, mm. you do a live stream of your surgery, and it's a pay per view. Okay, but who who is viewing this? What weirdo is watching? Who the fuck watches It'd the pimple like, popping weekend, videos on it's TikTok? Frank's knee replacement. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I guarantee you. Yeah, but see, this would this would just lead to people doing strange body modifications just to make money. <laughs> just to make money. It'd be like we're gonna no, attach it. it would, it, now, if you told me, hey, we're gonna attach a cock to this man's forehead for twenty dollars, you can watch that surgery. I mean, that yeah. shit, I would watch. Like if we started getting like Frankenstein-y with it, those I would yeah. watch. No, no, I'm not talking Frankenstein-y with it. But like people, like it's really sad that we in this in this country. I think it's fucking offensive that people have to put up. Um, uh, GoFundMe's, and I'm not talking about. So like, you're going to prey sh- upon I'm that, not, and instead I'm, start a television network where people can pay to watch the surgery. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not shaming the people that put up the GoFundMe to pay for their surgeries. It's an awful position that they're put in that they have to do that. Like they, like it shouldn't be like that. So, but they I could guess- just sell the experience instead. Ryan, do you have any thoughts before we get out of here? No, that's it. Be here tomorrow. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>